Welcome to an I Thought It Smelled Bad on the Outside, a podcast about Star Wars. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle Jones, and with me as always is Brent Stevenson. And may the first be with everybody this week. Uh, so, like, are you saying that just because you're full of Star Wars joy, or you feel that everyone needs it now? Like, it's. I think it's a little from column A and a little from column B. <laughs> I just <laughs> spilled my drink on myself. Um, so we're recording this. Uh, it's Tuesday, April eleventh. So um, we've had two big things. Um, We've had episode six of The Mandalorian come out, uh, which I think has been the most divisive episode of The Mandalorian to date, Yep. Uh, at least among the, the interwebs. Uh, we're going to find out what we think about it in a few, uh, probably in a few seconds. Uh, and then we also had Star Wars Celebration uh, yes. that's passed. So we'll be talking about some of that stuff, uh, the stuff that was announced, and maybe the celebration in general. But first, we, we, we got to talk about it. Um, so Mandalorian episode six, mm-hmm. season three, episode six. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that you hated it. But... Th- <laughs> We haven't talked about it, but I'm guessing. Am I right? I, I didn't. Uh, it's it's not that I hate these episodes. It's more disappointment. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say I hate it. it just it's just a big disappointment. I thought. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, it the disappointment has very little to do with the cameos, really. Cameos mm-hmm. are there, whatever. Yeah. Um, it just more had to do with the episode, per se, than the cameos. Not that I thought those were any good or anything, but. So, so what specifically about the episode uh, were you disappointed with? Well, the the biggest one, which I think everybody was consensus on, was how Bo-Katan got the Dark Sword back. That was. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the, I, I want to almost say a letdown because usually there's supposed to be some big kind of story how she gets to save her. And quite frankly, we had no idea how that was going to happen, if they were going to fight it out or whether that was going to happen at all. Um, mm-hmm. But just essentially for that to happen on what, again, the consensus is a technicality of, of her getting it. <laughs> Um, it was kind mm-hmm. of a little le- uh, let down. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I I completely agree with you there. Um, I, I definitely did think it was a, a dis- that was a disappointment. Um, <laughs> that being said, <coughs> I am. <sighs> So at the end of se- at the end of of season two, it felt like if there was all these things that they had set up, right, mm. or it felt like they were setting up, yeah. and one of them was this was this what seemed like was going to be a great conflict between Dinjarin and Bo Katan over you know over the dark saber and potentially leaders, you know, 
leadership of the Mandalorians. Yes. And that conflict was nowhere to be found in in the season. (laughs) There there was hints of it, like throughout, (laughs) you know, as we've been reviewing episodes, we've been talking about it, where it seems like they they might be, had been teasing it. Um, But in this episode, like it's firmly established that no, they're, they're both cool with each other. And, you know, and so as disappointed that I am that they just seem to abandon this great setup that they had um, for this season, I am glad that they didn't drag it on it any longer. Yeah, that's like true. If, if, if all they wanted to do was just get it back to Bo-Katan, then that's fine. Um, the other thing and that... And like I'm willing to circle back and and say, oh no, this this works. If if they end up doing this, if we find out that Bo-Katan's attempt at leading the Mandalorians ends in ruin for them again, uh... and and <clears throat> so we discover that she is so obsessed with ruling that she can't even learn, you know you know, from her own mistakes. Yeah. Um, that would be an interesting story. That would be. But w- once again, like, I-, I don't know why it took six episodes to get here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and out of all the, con- out of all the consensus, uh, or the, um, positions that people have had on the internet and just reading reviews and whatnot. That's the one that I think I agree with the most is that a lot of this stuff should have happened earlier in the season. Yeah, absolutely. Like I gotta be honest. I liked this episode. Oh really? Okay. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I wish I had, but I'm um, glad you did. I like that, like I, I like that we got uh, you know just a little bit of Star Wars world world building, and, and kind of got mm-hmm. introduced to where you know where the um, Bogatans Mandalorians had gone to. I thought that was was a great introduction, um, and especially considering you know last week's episode or episode five ended with. Hmm. Where has you know where has Moff Gideon gone to? The <laughs> fact that we see you know an, an Imperial uh, cruiser. It was it was it was a, it was a nice fake out. So I liked that. I liked um, Din and Bo-Katan going on you, you know just like a a mission. They were hunt you know they were hunting someone. I I, I enjoyed all that. Um, the uh the the cameos didn't bother me um you know i like jack black um (laughs) you know he plays a certain type of character um Mm -hmm. and and obviously that's what that was written to so that was fine um you know the, the i don't expect 
you know, uh, nuanced acting in the Mandalorian. Yeah. (laughs) So like none of that bothered me in this episode, to be honest, one of the things that bothered me the most outside of the, the dark saber thing was that it wasn't long enough. Um, I would have liked to have seen them investigating more. Because there was a couple times just where there was like really quick jumps uh, jumps to, of logic, mm-hmm. um, but they were they were just posing like some interesting things. Um, I liked the, I liked um, Din um, beating up the you know like trying to aggravate the battle droids, trying to see you know <laughs> which one would turn on him. Yeah, um, I I really liked seeing a battle droid. Uh, running through the streets um i, I like the idea that the, the robots um or, or sorry yeah the sorry pardon me the droids were concerned about losing their jobs <laughs> like there was just so many interesting <laughs> things that, that were were set up in the episode that i would have liked them just to you know to have expanded on and instead we have like you know prolonged scenes of them riding a subway car or you know like or like a monorail or taking you know taking an elevator uh, down um and and because because there was focus on the wrong things and this has been, I think, a problem with with a lot of the scripts this season, is that you know if they had added just a couple more scenes and added a little bit more dialogue, it would have been better. Like one of the things that that bothers me is uh, Christopher Lloyd. Oh, who I thought was good in this. Did you like Christopher Lloyd in the? In the episode? No, I didn't. No, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> actually, I honestly thought he was worse than okay. Black and Lizzo. Okay. Um, oh yeah, we should come back to the Lizzo thing in a in a minute. <laughs> um, he sends them down to the Yugnots. Yeah. And I th- like it doesn't make sense that he would do that um, because essentially they're the ones that point point them in the right direction exactly unless he was confident that the ugnots were were not going to help, help him. him yep you know because he because he didn't know that he knew that uh, didn't you know had dealt with an ugnot before right yep just a little bit of dialogue you know like one or two extra lines Whereas, like, well, you could, you know, you could go talk to the Ugnots, but, you know, I don't know how much help they're getting. Exactly. So it looks like he's, it looks like he's trying to, you know, trying to be helpful or, you know, or, but, you know, it it also looks like, yeah, he did send them down a, you know, a dead end. A simple piece of dialogue like that would have been fine. So I, I, yeah, I just wish that there was more in the episode. But going back to Lizzo. Um, I'm watching the episode and I'm, I like, I knew that that was somebody, 
<laughs> I didn't know who Lizzo was. Oh. <laughs> um. So it was uh, it, like after the episode, I had to wait because I watched it early you know, Wednesday morning. So I waited a couple hours until people were posting me. Like, oh, okay, that's who it is. All right, yeah, I've heard of Lizzo. I wouldn't have, like, but it, it, it never seen her, so wouldn't have been able to pick her up. So I was watching it like, okay, obviously this is some sort of stunt casting. I just, you know, <laughs> uh, obviously not stunt casted for me. And the only reason I know who Lizzo is and who she looks like is because my daughter and my wife are huge fans of Lizzo. So I inadvertently uh, yeah, and, know who Lizzo is as well, too. Uh, yeah, like, like I can, yeah, like it, I understand why why people would know her. I guess I'm just, just not in the know. So, so you're disappointed with the episode. How do you feel where we're at in the story? Like, are you at least excited <sighs> for what's going to happen in these last two episodes? In to be quite honest with you, I'm I'm kind of numb at this point. I, I I'm just I'm just hoping to enjoy the last two episodes. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I really want to. Uh, I really want to. I, I really hope I enjoy them. That's all I want to get out of this now is these last two episodes. I just want to enjoy them. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping they'll tie the whole season together, which apparently is supposed to. Uh, the runtime for the next episode is like 50 minutes. Um, is it? Yeah, they were talking about that because they showed it on uh, celebrations on the weekend. So yeah, I, I did know minutes. that they had. They. I did know that they had showed it, but I have been intentionally not to. Uh, stuff uh stuff about it because i i didn't to be honest i didn't want to be spoiled yeah no i didn't uh, i was afraid I just, that someone was going to say something yeah i just knew heard about the runtime um yeah i'm just looking um i get i'm just looking to enjoy the last two episodes that's all i want um fair enough that's <laughs> what i'm looking forward to story for me right now is at the window um I, I just want to enjoy the last two episodes because who knows what's going to happen with Mandalorian for season four. Uh, yeah, well, um, so and I'll just say, like, I, I don't know what I'm expecting. I don't think I'm expecting that much either. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I'm, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up early tomorrow morning and watch it before work. Um, mainly just cause I don't, uh, mainly cause I don't want it spoiled. Yep. Not necessarily because I'm you know, like, I feel like I need to see it. Mm -hmm. It's just like, well, I'd like to, you know, I, I'd like the story. I'd like to experience the story myself before someone uh, tells it uh, to me, but I, I'm not, but that's it. It's not like I'm, uh, you know, I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Um, but that being said, you, you, you mentioned, you don't know what, what season four, um, 
before we go into uh like full um star wars celebrations uh, stuff um uh, they did talk to rick uh Femiwa? is that how you pronounce his his last name anyway he's the executive it was the executive producer on the mandalorian in uh, season three and he did clarify something that we discussed earlier mm-hmm. uh this season he clarified that um the title of the Mandalorian does not exclusively uh, apply to Pedro Pascal's character anymore. Yes. Yep. Um, so it, it is quite possible um, that, you know, that next season, maybe it's all about Bo-Katan she's the mandalorian that that we're following that's what i'm thinking that's what i'm thinking if that was the case would it bother you uh maybe a little yeah um, i'm not ready to let go of uh dinjarin yet because i you know it's funny and i was thinking about this today because we also were talking about what more of a story he has left as well too Mm-hmm. And apparently not much, <laughs> according to uh, Lucasfilm. So I, I guess I'm still kind of stuck with the the hype of remembering how excited we were seeing that first photo of him and seeing the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. And this season's been, for me, sort of a, a letdown that it hasn't been, you know, central focused on uh, Din Djarin. Um, I'll get over it. Um but I think it would have been easier to swallow if he wasn't there every week. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> you know, like if, like if at the beginning of the season it was, oh, hey, I've got you know, like he's going off to do his own thing. Yeah, he's got his own mission. And and maybe it was you know what I need to go figure out if if, if um, go find Grogu or whatever. Mm. If he was gone, and then it was just oh now it's about Bo-Katan. I think people would have an easier time with it. Yeah, the transitions because not I doing think what makes well because <laughs> well, what makes it worse is that. Yeah, we, we were introduced to a character who um, we all fell in love with, who was interesting, had a compelling story. And this season, he's just hanging around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> he was given a mission at the end of, well, I guess, during the, uh, during the book of Boba Fett. And he had uh, accomplished his mission by episode two. Yep. <laughs> So, you know, he was done. Like we were all going into season three thinking, okay, that's going to be his, uh, you know, that's going to be his, um, his big mission. And in fact, and and if you think about it, like we talked about at the beginning of the season that it was nice that they had got that out of the way so they could move on to other things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now that in in hindsight, I, I wish they hadn't because it would have given him more agency. Like, what if he couldn't get back to Mandalore? 
you know, like there was something preventing him. And the only way that he could get back was by truly getting everyone on board to reclaim Mandalore. That, that would have, okay. Be interesting. That, and, and, and now you still get to tell Bo-Katan's story and you've given him some agency and purpose in the story as well. But anyway, yeah. I, if, if he's not in it next season, I'm fine, but I don't want them to do have it both ways. Like if if he's not the the Mandalorian f or for the next story that they want to tell, then, then take him off the table. Yeah, because yeah. all because that's all that's going to do is it's going to get us more excited about him. So when he does return, you know it, it'll it'll be exciting. Yeah. Right. Don't put posters out with him posing with the dark sword <laughs> that he used once. <laughs> well, they just made him, in my opinion, they made him the centric person for this season with all their promotion and the posters and that sort of thing. So that kind of got me, got me going for the season. And I would have been, and once, and I, I would have been fine if it was a big bait and switch you know we have seen other you know shows and, and movies where they have suggested that one person was going to be the main character and then it switches um so i would have been fine with that if they're like yeah okay he's 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 gone maybe they should have made the show called the mandalorians but, plural Right. I, I've said that. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's it, it's it's an easy it's it's an easy solve. <laughs> you know they've got space on the poster, yep. but anyway. So let's push that aside because Star Wars Celebration um, happened this weekend in London, and. Not only not did we not we didn't get one movie announcement, we didn't get two movie announcements. We got three movie announcements. Three. Mm -hmm. How do you how when you read that or watched it or whenever when you found out how did you feel? I and was. What are your thoughts? I was surprised. Number one, shocked mm -hmm. that there's going to be any yeah. movie announcements considering their track record. Two, um, yeah. felt a little more confident, but still hesitant, even though you know, they brought everyone on stage. They brought in James Mangold, Dave Filoni, and I can't pronounce, uh, I can't remember the third director's name, um, mm -hmm. uh, to do, which will be the next movie. Um, yeah. So I, I'm excited, but I, I'm still reserved. I'm still reserved. Okay. Like um, reserved in the sense that you're not sure that they're going to be made? Uh, yes. Yeah. Except for maybe the one they say that's 2025. I'm a little more, a little more mm -hmm. um, on board, I guess, knowing that will be completed then. But for the other two, I'm not holding my breath. I'll, I'll wait till little more form for my formality on those ones i think 
so I have uh, so just to in, in case someone missed it, the, the three movies that got announced was um, a sequel movie takes place 15 years after um, Rise of Skywalker. Daisy Risley is going to star, and it's about Ray forming a new Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a movie um, that's going to be directed by Dave Filoni, which essentially is going to be what they say a culmination of the story that they've been telling uh, in uh, what they're referring to as the New Republic uh, time period. Uh, and then the, I think the one that was the most surprising uh, was. Mm-hmm a dawn of the jedi movie directed by james mangold and that's the one that i have the least amount of confidence in yeah yeah yep Uh, like i i think the um the one with daisy ridley uh, like i Honestly, there's a part of me that feels that Disney went to Lucasfilm and said, listen, we have invested so much money. That's what I was going to tell you, too. (laughs) Exactly what they, that's probably exactly what happened. You have to make a movie and it's got to have rain in it because we have so much money invested in Star Wars and the parks and the the hotel. Uh, Yeah. We have, you know, like, yeah, we have made this timeline, like, we have invested so much money in this timeline, you need to create more stuff. There needs to be more characters, more, more adventures. We don't care how much money Daisy Ridley wants, you give it to her, whatever she asks for, you give her 10% more, (laughs) you make it happen. And you get it done in two years. Um, The the Filoni movie, it, it, once that makes sense as well. Um, the fact that they were going to try to wrap up all of the, you know, what's going on in, in like one big epic movie. That, that makes sense. Yeah. We, we might see that, um, you know, maybe it turns into a, you know, a Disney plus movie, but I still believe it's going to get made. But the, the James Mangold one, like James Mangold is a, you know, is a, very good director. Uh, I think it's an interesting idea. I think mm-hmm. out of the three, it's the least interesting, though. Uh, and yeah. I am very concerned about the reaction uh, to the new Indiana Jones movie. And I feel that if <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny does poorly, that 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 all of a sudden the talk about the, uh, this uh you know dawn of the jedi movie is going to just disappear into the ether disappear yeah well like you said before they they had to do something with the movies at star wars mm-hmm. Silverage and they could not not do anything yeah. i will give them points for mm-hmm. actually having a timeline drawn up give them points for that yeah mm-hmm uh, so they did their homework yeah, yeah, and they I actually was... came up with a plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was um, that was a pleasant surprise. But I, I do agree mm-hmm. the James Mangold film that is not that I'm not that interested in finding out the first Jedi. I highly doubt that will even get made. Mm-hmm. And again, mentioning how 
good or bad uh, Indiana Jones does. And then even like before you're even predicting that, you know, Kathleen Kennedy's going to step down after that movie comes out. Mm-hmm. And then who's to say all that's going to change anyway with the next person coming in? I, the only thing I will say to that, though, is um, well, yeah, actually, with the Mangold one, you're, it, it, there is a possibility. If if she is going to step down, like if she is going to be stepping down in the next 60 days, I got to believe that they've already got her successor. And and I got to oh, be honest, the, the, the way that Favreau has been, been talking, uh, like in, uh, I am really convinced that it, he's going to be the, the he's going to be the one. Favreau? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yep. 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 Yeah. Like it just like it just even over the weekend, you look at uh, and just in in watching some of the interviews and the stories, he's already. It feels like he's slinking back a little, bit, <laughs> a little bit, and it's just like you know he's. It's more about the the you know the, the shows that other people are, are are working on, and it feels like he's just kind of. Drifting into the the back uh, a little bit, which is obviously mm-hmm. if he's going to be looking after everything, that would make sense. So, yeah. Um, we did. Uh, we didn't get any new TV. Well, I guess we got. We we got. Oh. There's going to be a third season of the Bad Batch. Yeah. We got. Um, conf- there's going to be a second season of Star Wars Visions. Um, yeah. which I, I will admit looks more interesting than the first season. I agree totally. Yep. Um, just because it instead of uh, whereas last time they kind of went with all, um, uh, uh, anime and um, it was all uh, anime style. Um, this is different animation styles from around the world. Yes. So I'm a little more interested in that. Um, they talked about the acolytes. Um, yep. they showed a trailer, um, but only there. Uh, did you I happen saw a to little see bit any of the it. leaked footage? I did. Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looks good. Um, yep. I saw a little bit of the leaked footage for uh, skeleton crew. That I haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um interested in that um i I am a little disappointed uh, in hearing that uh, jude law is a force user Ooh, i missed that part Hmm. yeah Yeah, that's a little yeah yeah like i like the idea of star wars explore you know of us exploring the star wars universe where you know, there doesn't have to be, you know, Jedi's or force users everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the story. I like the, I bet I, knowing that that's been said now, I kind of like the idea of him not being force sensitive. That made a little bit more sense, I think mm-hmm. for the whatever yeah. story they're going to tell. I just, that would, now it just me, leaves me a little more intrigued as to what could have been, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah um that being said 
we got a lot of Force users in the Ahsoka trailer, and it looks awesome. <laughs> it does. What did you think of the Ahsoka trailer? It looks so good. It looks so yeah. good. It, it hit every button. Uh, I, I, I'm every button. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was the the highlight for uh, for um, everybody. It, like, yeah. it seems like everyone's kind of in agreement that that was the you know the, the high water mark. Um, we got confirmation. Um, well, we knew that Sabine Wren was going to be in it, but we mm-hmm. got confirmation that. Um, uh, Hera is going to be in it, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yep. Um, we saw a um, a little hollow of Ezra Bridger. Yep. Um, and we got two important things all in the same sh- shot. We got visual confirmation that um, Thrawn is going to be in this show. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they actually said the words "heir to the empire." Yes, <laughs> which was yes, which was the the, the Star Wars book uh, that uh, kicked off, you know, that kicked off the expanded universe and introduced us to Thrawn, uh, which was so exciting. Um. Now we got some uh, some dark Jedi. Yes, very interesting. Um, uh, that apparently have orange lightsabers, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited about. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and and not just the fact that not just the fact that they look cool, which they do. They do. <laughs> I think or the orange lightsabers look awesome. I like the idea that um, that if there's going to be uh, evil or dark Jedi, they don't necessarily have to be Sith. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, did you see any of the additional footage from the second trailer that was shown uh, only to uh, the people at um, uh, at the celebration. I did see the additional footage. Yep. Uh, and what did you? Th- so what did you see? I saw. Let me think here. I so I saw the. Um, it was um, Sabine with uh, Ezra's lightsaber, and she's defending herself against one of the. Dark Jedi and saw Thrawn's face. And I think mm-hmm. that's all I remember. Those were the two big one, two big things I saw of it. Yeah, so I have uh I haven't seen the footage of Sabine with Ezra's lightsaber. Uh I've seen a screen cap of um uh Thrawn's face, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, the only, so the only scene that I've seen is um, is Sabine uh, uh, on the highway. 
that, oh, right. that yes. we saw on Lothal on in, Lothal, in, in yeah. Rebels, where she's on a where, where she's on a speeder and she skids underneath um, an E-wing, which I'm mm-hmm. very excited that we're <laughs> an E-wing is is finally now canon. Um, but uh, obviously, the, the really big announcement um, is that uh, Lars uh, Milkinson who played Grand Admiral voice Grand Admiral Thrawn in Star Wars Rebels is going to be playing him in live action. Yes. Uh, what do you think about the casting and you know with that one screen you know shot that we've seen of him? So I've seen the screenshot. The screenshot is not a very flattering shot. Um nope. I do admit it did look a little bit better when I saw it in the trailer, I guess probably because it was moving. I want to see mm-hmm. it more clearly before I give an opinion on it. Cause I know there's been a lot of backlash already <laughs> from the screenshot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I, I want to see some, you know, 4k footage of uh thrawn before i say anything uh, yeah well so i want to like the one thing i'm reminded of is that when remember you know before obi-wan came obi-wan kenobi came out we saw just those static pictures of the inquisitor yeah and thought, oh he looks funny and when we saw him in motion it wasn't as you know uh he didn't look as bad um, I'm sure this is going to be the case. Although I am confident, I would be, uh, like I would be like I am confident that you are going to be getting a poster of Thrawn in the next two weeks, because I am super confident that now that he is going to appear in this season of The Mandalorian. Last episode. Yeah. And and I think and I I don't think now that it's going to be like a hollow thing. I think he's going to actually be in it, and it's not going to be a tease. Um, because I don't like I I don't think that they would have announced that so early if it wasn't for the fact that they were like, oh yeah, everyone's going to know this in two weeks. So sure, yeah, you know, right? Yep. Absolutely. Like I, I think if you know if they could have, if 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 you know for the next three months, because or because Ahsoka doesn't come out until what the August, August. or yeah August. Yeah. So yeah. So we got May, June, July. Yeah. So four months. If that's all we had to go on was that shot, the the shot of his the back of his head, <laughs> like that would have been that would have been great. Like you know, like yeah. you just think about the buzz of who's yeah. okay, who's actually playing Thrawn. Um, and I can't see them giving that up if it if it wasn't for the fact that like that they were like, well, everyone's going to know in two weeks, so yeah, <laughs> no, I, have, you know, we might as well just milk it. Totally agree. I totally agree. I think they will. But uh, this is, uh, <coughs> excuse me, now 
it, it, I think it's the thing that I'm most the most excited for uh, this year. Oh yeah, that's a big. Yeah, I'm. I can hardly wait to see how the story breaks out for this one too. Like, just knowing what it looks like and everything that's been teased, I can hardly wait to see what the actual story is mm-hmm. for Ahsoka. Yeah, and and that's the th- it. Once again, it feels like they have like a, a really solid story. And and I'll admit, we could be wrong because I, like when I w- was watching the trailer for like the seventeenth time on the weekend. <laughs> I did have like a moment where like, don't forget, you know, the, you know, the, the trailer for season three of the Mandalorian looked fantastic. You know, the trailer for Obi-Wan looked fantastic. Even the trailers for Book of Boba Fett looked great. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, all we're getting is little, you know, is little shots and snippets of dialogue. Um, you know, so you know we're we're gonna have to wait until we see the actual show. Um, but the story that it's teasing, and and in fact, and, and I think this is what is different than um than Book of Boba Fett or Obi Wan or season three of The Mandalorian, where all of those trailers were just kind of teasing, like, "Hey, here's a show, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Hey, guess what, guys? Obi Wan is back." with obi-wan like they suggested that there was something you know that was going to draw him out but they didn't but we didn't really get an idea yeah. of what the plot yeah. was um and and when you, if you go back they they gave they gave us so little they did right yeah. with 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 the uh, book of boba fett you know teased you know gave us almost nothing with Mandalorian season three, t- once again, gave us almost nothing as far as what the story yep. is. This feels like I have a, a much clearer idea of what the story mm-hmm. is. It's Ahsoka, you know, trying to find Thrawn so she can find Ezra, and there are people trying to yep. stop her. It's a very clear mission, you know. She's realizing she has to get people, you know, her old, you know, friends involved. Um, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm as much as like, I, I like to complain that I don't like the idea that we keep going back to, to the well and of, uh, of old existing mm-hmm. characters. Um, if it's done right absolutely, and it's, and it's telling an interesting story, I'm, I'm perfectly yeah. fine with it. And I, and I think going back to rebels, I think because that show was such a, big success and the characters were so interesting um mm-hmm. you couldn't help but not bring those characters to life couldn't help it uh, yeah and and to be fair for obviously not hardcore star wars fans but for the more casual fan these are new characters mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah right you know, there's probably, you know, people that are going to watch a show that have never seen Rebels will probably never go back and watch it once they find out that these characters appeared somewhere else. Um, but you're right, like, they're such interesting characters, and, and they were new, right? Yeah. It, it wasn't, oh, you know, they're, they're, obviously Ahsoka has a connection to the Skywalker saga. Um, but 
they have done such a good job of making her her own character mm -hmm. you know apart from yeah. that <laughs> right yeah. like you know like i think for most people when you think about ahsoka there is all these other things that you think of first before you think of oh yeah and she was uh, anakin skywalker's apprentice right so mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm really excited um yeah was there anything else that came out of star wars celebration that uh either surprised you or you're, or you're excited about um uh yeah again mostly mostly just for the ahsoka trailer like for everybody else that was just the the one I got most excited about, the one I'm most anticipating. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't watch too many of the interviews. Um, mm -hmm. uh, again, I guess the, the the surprise of announcing the three movies uh, really surprised me yeah. that they did it like really early too. Because mm -hmm. um, yeah, they, uh, they oh, yeah, that the was the other day. thing. Like it. <laughs> No, like it kicked off. Oh, okay. Well, like I really thought that they would have been building up to that, but no, it was. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Um, the, the, which the made me think. This... Yeah. I was going to say the only thing that I thought is that oh maybe we're going to get even more information about the movies as the weekend oh. goes on, but we didn't. <laughs> no. So. No, that would have been cool. That'd be cool, but but the mm -hmm. big stuff happened on the first day, so that was neat. Yeah, yeah just the Ahsoka and the, the announcement of the movies. Just again, knowing that you know, mm -hmm. again, I was impressed it came up with the timeline, so at least they have a structure set in place. Um, mm -hmm. And then I guess it'll just we'll see if they are able to stick to it. Yeah, yeah, I was. Um... Uh, I, I, I to be honest, I was a little disappointed that we didn't get much else nothing from the gaming oh. computer community well the, the, no, that that's not completely oh. true oh. because they did have another trailer for uh for jedi survivor oh did they okay i missed that <laughs> yeah which so yeah so it came out sunday morning and there was a uh, some people uh couple of people had posted on Twitter that they had heard that they knew that there was going to be a new trailer and and uh, they were saying oh but we've heard that there's going to be like a special surprise at the, the at the end so there were some that thought oh maybe we're going to get our first sneak peek of, of the new Star Wars game maybe not necessarily the open world one but maybe respawn that's doing Jedi Survivor, they're working on like a couple other Star Wars games. Maybe we'd get a hit to that, but nothing. So <laughs> that was a little disappointing. Yeah. Uh, my one final thing, though, about Star Wars Celebration, I will say this, is it was... So I didn't watch a lot of the interviews. I saw like a couple small clips mm -hmm. or whatnot. Um, it was really exciting seeing people 
like a large number of people just really excited and really happy to be celebrating and enjoying Star Wars. Yep. Yep. It was nice to see even the actors. Actors were just as excited as well, too. Oh, yeah. Um, And you could tell, but with some of the actors, just how, you know, how they were moved by the crowd and, you know, energized by them. Um, so I guess my, my parting thing before we're going to wrap things up today is that if you're getting down on star Wars, um, you know, if you're spending time, you know, uh, on, you know, on Twitter and just seeing a whole bunch of, you know, star Wars hate, or, you know, you're, you fall down a rabbit hole on YouTube where it's just people talking about how, you know, Star Wars is ruined. Mm. Hit the pause button, you know, close the app and just go look for some clips from Star Wars Celebration to be reminded that Star Wars can be a joyous thing. And sometimes maybe we just need to step back and appreciate what we have. Um, because I am sure that there was people in the crowd. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's, (coughs) I don't even, like, I don't even want to get into it. Like it's, it's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. It is. It was so fast. Because it's just, it's, it's just ridiculous. Like, but when you look at the, that huge crowd, right? And I'm talking about like in, in like the main area, you know, where, where they had the, the interviews and people were being interviewed. Um, you could tell, you know, that there's people there that aren't listening, that aren't fans of everything, but they're in, you know, they're still there celebrating. So anyway, Brent has dropped out. Um, Delicious, so we're going to wrap this up. If you want to find Brent on Twitter, he's at Homer J 13. Uh, I'm uh, the Pie Whisperer, um, and this is where uh, we were finished, where Brent would say good night.